Blog Talk Radio. You are now plugged in to the number one radio show in the universe. It's official. The Juice Radio Show, straight out of North Tulsa, with Sterling. Hey, man, what's going on, man? Sterling, I'm back. And Dickles. This is Shalissa on the beat, and Dickles in the seat. Hey. And Willie the Goat. Y'all already know what it is. Welcome to the Juice Radio Show. This is where Willie the Goat. And TK. Hey, it's your girl, TK. And Jay Connie. Get it? What up, Icon? It's your boy, Jay Connie. And the girl from the shot, Illy Red. What's up, you guys? It's Illy Red. And Shaka. Shaka. Coming from the north side. And your boy, Ramon, the hometown heat. Brett. What up? It's your boy, Ramon. And Trey, the Texas Playboy. I do. Tune in right now. Right now? Yeah, right now. To the hottest show on the planet. The Juice Radio Show starts now. Yo, what's happening? It's your boy, Ramada Hometown. Hey, welcome, Tulsa, and to the whole world. Welcome to the radio show here. Um, and we're so glad that you could join us uh, on this beautiful day today. It is, um, man, such a phenomenal day. It's not hot as all get out outside, so I'm feeling good about that. And we got two brothers in here with us today. We got Shy Guy and we got Gabe in the house with us, man. Gabe don't play or Zarmesian in the building. What's going on, y'all? So Chilling, man. What up, what up? That's good. Yeah, how's y'all day? It was good. Yeah? What'd y'all get into today? Um, well, I woke up and, you know, after I woke up, I went to go train for a tournament that I kind that I got coming up. So I just been doing a lot of training and working out for this tournament. That's basically my life. Yeah, working, yeah. training, working, training, yeah, pretty much. Man, That's I my love, life I right now. That. I love it. So what are, you, what are you training for? Um, I'm training for a tennis tournament called ah. the Lacey Slam, oh. September 20th through the 22nd. So if you want to come see your boy in action, you know. Where are you going to be at? Where is it? Uh, La Fortune Park. La Fortune Park. Okay. Yep. All right. So yeah. you're pretty cool at tennis. Um, I'm I don't like to boast, but I'm I'm cool at it. <laughs> I don't like to brag. <laughs> I don't like to brag. I let other people do that, but I I've been playing since I was twelve, so I got I got some game. I know what I'm doing. I'll say that I know what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right on, man. So, Shaw, what about you, man? What's what's going on in your world? Man, I just been up at Hearthstone. Working, being a reading tutor, been trying to lay my groundwork, yeah. the teachers, yeah. the kids, and of course, still working on the music, man. Meeting up with Rome, the producer, and all that, recording. So you know, yeah. just been out here making music, producing, yeah, cool. and getting out there, man. So, yeah. so you working with kids at the school? Like, what do you do at the school? Um, I'm a reading tutor, and so far we've just been like. Laying the groundworks, we've been handing out referrals to teachers so that way we can start enrolling students or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Of course, I've been trying to get acquainted with the staff and getting the students to know my face and whatnot, yeah. saying hello in the morning and helping out during breakfast and stuff like that. And yeah, that's mm-hmm. about it. That's what's up, man. So, do you have, like, when you read, do you have a different type of, uh, well, a certain literature that you just love to? read or like get into honestly i'm all about anything that revolves around black history to be honest autobiographies yeah essay books 
all of that topical books, yeah, like that, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Sure. That's what's cool. up, man. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're gonna take a quick break, real quick, man. We're gonna get our bearings together. We're gonna let you know all about. We're gonna talk about sports. We also gonna talk about music here in just a moment, man. So keep it locked right here. This is the Juice Radio Show. We'll be right back.
find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and inform. Welcome back to the Juice Radio Show. We are here. We are live. We are all in your space, man. So we appreciate you once again for listening to the best radio show here in Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. It is such a pleasure to be in your uh, presence and for you to be listening to us, man. We got our guy in the building. Wayne is in the house with us. What's, what's up, up, Wayne? What's up, what's up? It's me. Ah, yeah, yeah. Well, welcome back, man. Thank you. Thank how, you. how was school? It was good. Good. Yeah, I good, like good. our new building, Kip. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Out west, right? Yep. Yeah, man. That's right by my house. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, so check this out. So we're going to talk about new uh, music, um, music that is going on right now. And, of course, man, we got the music expert here. We got our guy, Shy Guy. Man, Shy, what's up, man? Yes, sir. Man, it's been a lot going on in the music, to be honest. Of course, we got my man, Young Thug. He released so much fun. And he doing what he do best. He got the fun multi-syllable raps over the banging colorful beats and it's projected to sell 150 tomorrow so that's cool and then we got my girl snow allegra who is a swedish r&b artist and she dropped her album uh those feelings again which is her pretty much being at war with her emotions and whatnot Mm -hmm. and that's a really good listen and also we've had drops from ASAP Ferg, we've had a drop from Vince Staples just today, along with a music video, mm-hmm. and um, other than that, we've had like uh, Offset, he invested in the FaZe Clan earlier this week, Okay. so that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, have pretty- y'all, have y'all uh, listened to any of the projects that dropped? No, no not uh-uh. yet. No, I have yet. not, man. No. I heard Snow Allegra is real good. Oh, I heard yeah. that's a dope album. Uh, not really. I gotta listen to the other ones. I, I heard uh, Jeezy's dropping his last album tomorrow too. Last album? Yeah. He's not doing anymore. Well, here's the thing. I never believe. I mean, I believe rappers, but I never believe rappers that say they're gonna retire. Yeah. I think he say he's dropping his last album. I do believe that. You won't hear, but. Saying he would never be on another song or he would never do another future, yeah. I think you're gonna hear him like on future. He may do future raps, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I do believe Jeezy when he says this is his last like album. You may not hear him on other albums, but musically, I think you're still gonna hear him yeah. down the line. Yeah. He's gonna do a future or something. But yeah, he's dropping his last album Damn. tomorrow. Yo, well, he's definitely gonna sell a lot. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get that. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna get sure. that. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. so we, let's take a look at um, let's take a look at, at our sports and what's going on in the sports. Okay, world. in sports, uh, last night the USA beat Australia in the exhibition game, so there's more to come. Uh, the big news is football season is right around the corner. It starts next week. You uh, know what I'm saying? Not, not next week, but you know, following the following week in yeah. September, and college is college football. It's coming. I'm very big in college football, so that's happening. Uh, the big news in football is um, Zeke Elliott. He's still holding out. Zeke Elliott is? Yeah, he's still holding out. He hasn't shown up at what? any practices. I pray that they get it done because that's my team. So oh, we're, I, I've been keeping a close eye on that. That's the only team I watch. Yeah. I keep a close eye. He's still holding out, and I'm going to need Dallas to come together and get that together. Okay. Play the guy. Okay. So 
that's what's going on in sports news, man. Everybody getting ready for football season, fantasy football, getting their predictions ready and all that, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and the U.S. Open is coming up starting on Monday. That's tennis. That's the last grand slam of the tennis world. Okay. Okay. Of the tennis season. That's the last. This is it. Yeah. So you got the Australian Open, you got the French Open, you got Wimbledon, and you got uh, the U.S. Open. Those are the four major Grand Slams. Nice. And it starts on Monday, so everybody's getting prepared for that down in New York City. Excited. So I'm excited too. Excited, man. That's great. That's great, man. So, so Wayne, who are you going for in football? Like, who are you saying is going to be in the championship? Um. Well, last year, this team didn't do so good. But this year, I feel like they're going to go real far. San Francisco 49ers. Okay. So Why you say that? Because um, I like going, like, under the, you know, underdogs. Because last year, they didn't do they didn't do yeah, well at they all. Didn't do well at all. Uh, uh, <laughs> their record was crazy. Really but this bad. year, the preseason, they beat Dallas. They beat the Broncos. I don't know who they play against next, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a good game. So yeah. I'll be looking yeah. towards it. Yeah. Looking at that game. Yeah, that's what's up. And I like Jimmy Garoppolo too. Oh, you do? Yep. Okay. All right. I can't wait for that, man. This football season is going to be real good. I think a lot of the underdog, underdogs have found their way in moving forward and finding the right players to be a part of them, like uh, uh, the Browns. I mean, yeah. the Browns have now they got a squad. They used to be Whoa. like the most horrible team for years, for decades. And now they got. I think they can compete this year. And then the Cardinals. You know, the Cardinals are going to be okay. I'm not saying they're going to probably just take the whole thing, but they're going to be all right. Yeah. And then the team to beat is um, Boston. Um, you talking New, about New Patriots? England, Patriots. Oh, they're always the oh, yeah. team to beat. They're always, like always. They're always there. As long, yeah. as long as they're Brady. Yeah, as long as Brady is there and he can run and he can throw, they're going to. Right. He haven't retired? No. 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 He, no. I, I think after this year. I think he's done, man. No, he plans to play till he's 45. What? He, he already said, said that. that. Yes. He plans to play until he's 45 years old. And he just turned 42 or 41. Oh, he plans oh, to play okay. till he's 45. That's wow. what he says. He's, and he says, as long as I feel it, why not? Like, he plans to play till he's 45. That's, That's what he said. Dang. Vince Carter, forty-two and still balling. And he still, yeah, now nah, Vince Carter is good. Though. Right. I love, I love some Vince Carter. Yeah, man. he been in the game for forever. a long time. Forever, and he's still relevant. He's still good. He still got that vertical. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Well, I mean, now the Watch thing out. for me is Vince Carter versus Carmelo. Like, what is the difference to y'all? Like, why is Vince still in but Carmelo is out? Um, I would like to say. I think uh, Carmelo Anthony is being blackballed a little bit. I'm just saying, like, why though? Um, I don't know. I don't know for what, but I think sometimes these corporations just want to get rid of people and make room for other people. But I think he's being blackballed, like for real. He can play for a team. Yeah, he can play. I don't know why he's not on no team. Like, and you know what they're gonna say? He just doesn't fit the roster. That's a lot of bullcrap to me. But, you know, I don't know. Hopefully, I'm hoping that he gets on the team before the NBA season starts. Mm -hmm. He needs to be on the team. He can still play. Yeah, yeah, he can. Yeah. Tried to play on USA, but they didn't give him a chance at all. So, it's just like, eh. Right. Crazy, man. He can still play. Crazy, crazy. 
Yeah, so um, let's take a look at the weather. So today we got a little bit of sprinkles, a little showers. It was a 50% chance. Okay. Um, the wind was 18 miles per hour blowing from the east, and the humidity is 74. Humidity is always out there. Yeah. And, um, of course, the sunrise is at 647 this morning. Tomorrow's a chance of rain and thunderstorms. It's a 70% chance of rain, so most likely it's going to rain tomorrow, wherever you are. Mostly cloudy with rain and thunderstorms likely in the morning, with a moderate chance of redevelopment during the day and evening morning lows in the low lower 70s afternoon highs in the upper 80s so it's going to get uh, more humid uh and of course east southeasterly breeze is going to happen and finally for saturday oh it's going to be 86 degrees and a 40 percent chance of rain so it's going to have some like showers all around partly cloudy warm and humid showers and a few thunderstorms are possible mainly early in the morning morning lows in the lower 70s and afternoon highs in the upper 80s southeast breeze is expected man so make sure you get out a good sweat but that southeast breeze is always gonna come by man i love that breeze when it comes by man if you're out there sweating it's just like yeah good, good workout you know yeah yeah so uh, to, uh coming up a little bit later on we will have uh hank bird with blurreds so is anybody a comic fan anybody like Marvel comics? Do y'all look at any other type of comics? Like, I like, I'm not going to lie, no. I like manga, if that counts. Manga? Okay, yeah, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to go, like, as a kid, I used to, I used to save a lot of comic what? books and, like, hoping that I had that million-dollar comic book, like, i get it from. I think mm-hmm. it was, like, the flea market or something like that. And I just had them and just kept them. And I don't even know if any of them was worth any money, but right. yeah. Um, I remember my dad. He uh, whenever I was younger, he had like a whole shelf full of comic books. Mm-hmm. I would be reading those every day. Yeah. So after a while, they got thrown away, and I'm just like, dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was my entertainment, pops. Yeah. So did y'all hear about Marvel and Sony breaking I don't, up? I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I don't Why? like it. Why? Because Spider-Man has been a part of Marvel forever. And if, the, yeah. if they separate mm-hmm. Spider-Man, going into Phase 4, if Spider-Man is not in Phase 4, I'm going to be highly upset. Yeah, it, It's going to be something I that I have to get over. I'm going to be highly upset. They better work it out. Yeah. And get come to some kind of agreement because I refuse to go to DC. I will never go to DC ever yeah. in life. Yeah. It won't happen. So Marvel better get it together. Like why? <laughs> why? Phase four. Spider Man better be in Phase four. So That's I think all I, I think it's Sony that need to get together because they actually own the rights to Spider Man, but right. they were the one. I think they. I think Sony was. I mean, uh, Marvel. And not confirmed, but I was just looking online uh, that they were trying to do a 50 50 deal, you know, right. down the middle. And Sony was like, nah. No. Uh-uh. Didn't Marvel buy it back, though? No. Like a long time ago? Didn't Marvel buy Spider Man back? I'll have to look that up. I- I'm not sure. Wasn't it Marvel? Wasn't it Marvel that owned Spider Man, like, for a while? I think, let I me, mean, yes, yes. It, I, I'm asking the question did Marvel sell Spider Man? And so it said Disney bought Marvel Entertainment in 2009 for four billion, giving access to a host of superheroes, but not Spider-Man. Sony sold the Spider-Man merchandising rights to Disney oh. in 2011. So Disney okay. owns okay. those rights. Yeah. So I'm confused on what because I saw the article mm-hmm. a little bit, 
I'm confused on what, like, why when they said Marvel is going to continue with Iron Spider-Man, and that was confusing to me. Oh, okay. so why? So, so why is that? So this is this is a term. So this is a term, and what I, I'm reading right here okay. uh, from Quora.com. It says so they made a five movie deal with Sony Pictures, and currently. Uh, Spider-Man was in Marvel, right? So right. after five movies, after Spider-Man Far From Home, the contract was over. Oh, okay. Far so, From Home, okay. Yeah, so oh, the contract movie, was over. And so then they had to revisit the contract on oh, what they wanted to do. Okay. So, um, okay. Yeah, so after that movie, then they had to revisit everything. It was like, okay. And that's where the deal broke up. So is there still a 50-50 chance, or is Marvel like, we're done are, is Marvel going to move on I think, without I think, Spider-Man? I think Marvel is going to move on without Spider-Man for the time being. But I think the people the people will probably bring him back. Like, conversations. It's going yeah, to be so... It's going to have to. What, to bring Spider-Man back yeah. to Marvel? No, I'm going... I'm, I'm going to tweet Marvel, like, after the show. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm playing. I'm really going to go to the actual handle, Twitter, and Disney invite Marvel. Do not get right. rid of watch. Right. Y'all think I'm playing? Yeah, I'm so for real. Y'all think I'm playing? I'm going to hey, tweet that. I'm going to tweet Marvel, like, for real. Come That's on, my favorite bro. hero, Because the thing that they did was they say they had something in hand, but then they, you know, they just snatched it away from all of these listeners, man. So I think it really hurts them in the long run. Yeah, Sony, man. Something that you can just sit on and just like, oh, we got Spider Man. You know? Right. So right. why did I got another question real quick? So why did Sony like okay after after the Spider Man within the latest like Avengers and the Marvel movies they had a five thing deal. So why did Sony decide to like take it away? Did they have a deal where like Marvel bought it back or what? I'm confused. Man. I think I think Sony owned it, but they probably you know through Disney they loaned it out you know the right. concept the idea and that's where they made a contract right. with Marvel and with Marvel they made that contract and then them revisiting it it's just like okay so now we want to up the ante because we know that we can make billions of dollars off of Spider Man right know? yeah we can get our money's worth so now hey now that we are back in business and we see what Spider Man can do now I think we deserve fifty percent of what the movie is making because Sony was taking the majority of the movie and I think Marvel was taking only 5% of the movie like the takes from the movie and so uh-huh. that amount of money compared to millions and billions they probably made off of the Marvel series uh, phase one or two three four whatever they made all of that money and I guess when Spider-Man came they they saw and they knew that Spider-Man was going to make more money but Sony they had their cards play right because they like well no nah, man like we we have the rights to it we loaned them out, you know, we had a contract, but now that we revisited this contract, we're not going to give you 50% because they know that they can make money down the line. So, yeah. I got a question, hypothetical. No, this is not a hypothetical. I got a question. So, what you're saying to me is, so they loaned it out to someone else. They loaned it out tomorrow, right? Because uh, Sony owned the rights to it. So, when they loaned it out tomorrow, they saw that Marvel, like, was really doing stuff big, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, Spider-Man is making Marvel a lot, a lot of money now. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. So, is that a little bit of jealousy? Can Sony be mad at that? Like, maybe I'm trying to get yeah. control. To be honest, Go ahead. I'm just saying. Like, so you loan something out? That's like if I'm married, right, and I have a contract 
with, you know what I'm saying, my ex or whatever. I'm not saying this is happening because I'm not married. I'm just doing a hypothetical. So, my okay, I got a contract. And say, like, when me and my wife, like, see, let's just borrow it. We give her a percentage of whatever my ex or whatever borrowed. She sees that we're doing a better job. It's selling way more. Then it was with her. Now she's coming back and be like, "Hey, like, you know what I'm saying? I, mean, I want it back. It. I want it back now. Like, but like, isn't that like money that you, we gave you? Yep. Isn't that like you sold it to us? So your thing is better with us. Like, yeah. I don't know. But that's what I'm confused. The thing, the thing that I'm reading on IGN.com is that uh-huh. with uh, the 1.1 billion dollars in worldwide ticket sales. That Sony had made from the Spider-Man movie Far From Home. This was that movie right there was the biggest grossing movie that Sony has ever had. Letters, the Far From Home, the letters that just came out worldwide, and Venom grossed over eight hundred million. Right, it grossed pretty well. But versus Marvel with Spider-Man, it grows 1.1 million. That's what I'm saying. The world. So it's yeah. Like, yeah, they that's just not the greatest oh, man. position that Sony kind of put themselves yes, in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, to, why? to the community. Yeah. Right, I mean? yeah. So now people going to be boycotting, doing all kind of crazy stuff. Listen, all I know is Phase 4 Spider-Man better be in it. That's all I know. <laughs> So do, y'all think, uh, do y'all think that Sony is going to take the Spider-Man concept and try to make their own movies oh, or something course. like that? Yeah, but course. it's going to be whack. You can't have the <laughs> Avengers without Spider-Man. It's going to be whack. Sony's going to do that. a whack job. Like, come on. It belongs in a Marvel family. Like, come on, bro. You cannot yeah. do that. I'm a huge fan of Marvel. And if Spider-Man is not in Marvel, I would be highly upset and hurt. Spider-Man has to be in Marvel. That is stupid. It's yeah. dumb. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm just venting. Yeah, it's yeah, stupid, yeah. bro. So they saying the only way that it's really gonna work is if, if um, you you could see it work is if Disney would give up a lot more than than the sixty well fifty fifty split sixty forty. And seventy thirty split. They need they they trying to low Disney Disney's not gonna do that though. Yeah. Disney's not gonna do that. It's smarter than that. Yeah, especially with all the Marvel stuff that they got now because they own the rights mm-hmm. or whatever to the Marvel and the Avengers because that's all under Disney. Mm-hmm. Disney's not gonna do that, and especially with the Disney Plus that's coming out. Man, and you get all the original content. You think Disney's gonna give their stuff to Sony or percentage to Sony? That's not happening. Right. Nah, because honestly, they're going to be making billions with or without Spider-Man. That's what I'm saying. Disney's not going to do that. That's not happening at all. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Phase 4 better be Spider-Man. That is going to be a little bit different to see how this is all going to pan out. But we're going to talk to, I think I would say, a movie expert, of course, to to Hank Bird and his crew that is here today, and we're going to talk a little bit more about Marvel, and I think he probably has a little bit more insight on the industry and how things are working out and um, how things are going to pan out in the long term, man. So I'm excited to, to, to really yeah. hear uh, a specialist really talk about, um, you know, just, just the industry, man, so... I'm really excited about that. I, I'm going to be highly upset. I know. If, if he's not, <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm still hey, upset. That's my favorite <laughs> hero, bro. I'm going to be highly yeah. upset. Yeah, it, it, it's going to be a challenge for... That's going to hurt. 
Marvel and right. all these other entities, man. That's it's gonna it's, it's, it's going to be a hard time for them, man. All right. Up. So we got more music on the way right here. So make sure you keep it locked. Uh, you can hit us up at 646-716-5525. You can press that one to go live. And, of course, we got our expert on the way. Hank Bird with Blurge coming up in just moments. This is the Juice Radio Show. Say it like you mean it. Do you mean it? Touch me like you need it. Like you need it. Yeah. I see the way they look me. I should be the one on the TV. I want Bobo and Shady Beauty B. Look at them one face and she be. I know you want me. I know you really want me, yeah. I know you want me. Your time is running out. You better get it in now. Your time is running out. See you like you mean it. You better be Street Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. 
The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroots Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Hi, I'm Denise Parker with Midtown Embroidery. We do it all from any type of promotional, from screen printing, embroidery, school uniforms, Greek lettering, workwear, monogramming. There's no job too big or too small and no location too far. Let us be your one-stop shop. We're located at 2808 East 15th Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74104. Our phone number is 918-982-3254. Our email address is denise.tulsamidtown at gmail.com. Thank you. We use our platform to promote today's leaders while inspire tomorrow. And we super serve our local community while helping you serve the world. We are Eaton Media Services, a full-service media company promoting promotion, geography, recording services, and more. Connect with us today to find out how we can help you entertain, empower, and inform at EatMediaServices.com. Yo, welcome back to the radio show right here. It's the Juice Radio Show. We are so excited to have you here with us. So we thank you so much uh, for listening in, man, and just being that, having that bug, letting us allow us to be that bug in your ear, man. So thank you guys so much for listening to the Juice Radio Show, man. And I'm so excited to have this crew here, man. Oh, man, I'm so excited to see it because I was able to kind of see the growth of it and, and the idea and then everything pan out. And now Blurds is about to be revealed to the community, man. So we have Hank Bird and, of course, his crew and cast here from Blurs. So let's give them a hand, everybody. Thank yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So so can you guys introduce yourselves to the crew and also our listeners? Uh, well, I'm Hank Bird. I'm the um, writer, producer, um, director of uh, the web series Blurs. Um, that's pretty much it. That's what I do. Um, yeah. And I am Kenny Daniels. I play the role of Rita in Blurs. Yeah. All right. Nice. Um, my name is Gabe, and I had uh, I had a part in it, and I would like to thank him for giving me a part in uh, uh, Gabe got in a cameo, film, yeah, in a film a cameo. little cameo. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I learned something about uh, you actually revealed one of the first videos, and it was at uh, TNT. No, was it? It wasn't TNT Wings. What, what was yeah. Rose, 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 Rose Wings? Rose Wings. Rose Wings. And yeah. so you revealed that um, not too long ago, maybe probably three, four weeks ago, and uh-huh. I saw you sitting in the restaurant, you know, right behind the young ladies, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, man, hey, man, I saw you made your cameo, and then right. you explained it to me in a way like why. Why why were you in those scenes? Like why are you in the scenes? Well, if if you're a, a comic book nerd or a comic book movie fan like I am, I mm-hmm. mean, everybody watches Marvel movies uh, yeah. or movies in general. I, well, first I'm a movie fan. Mm-hmm. Okay, one yeah. of my one of my influences 
um, is uh, Alfred Hitchcock. 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 And okay. so if you ever watch Alfred Hitchcock's movies, he's always making a cameo in his mm-hmm. movies. You know, yeah. you'll watch a scene and he'll be walking through the, you know, mm-hmm. in the background or whatever. He'll be just somewhere in the in the scene. And then another, of course, is Stan Lee. You know, oh, yeah. Stan Lee yeah. is always in the Marvel movies yep. and everything. So, yep. so I we, that's the running joke in the in the show that I'm just this guy that just the guy in the hat that just pops out of nowhere. Yeah. You know, he's in he's in the, he's always in the in the show somewhere or yeah. whatever. But so eventually, I'm gonna have him talk or say something. But yeah. you know, but yeah, he'll probably say something profound or something. Yeah. Yeah, something. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be like the running running gag and all the yeah, all the so. shows. You know, I'll pop up somewhere in the show. Yeah. yeah. So what's what's your role in the movie as far as like like your your particular part? I'm the, I'm the person that can't really tell you about a film because I'll tell too much. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well done. I am, <laughs> I am a. I have a, I have a struggle with addiction. Okay. So that's that's a key thing, uh-huh. and uh, my brother is helping me with that. He's doing everything he can to help me with that. That's so. Yeah. I'll say that and leave it there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gotta, yeah, gotta come to the premiere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so when is the premiere? When is that happening and what's going on with August 29th uh-huh. at uh, Circle Cinema at 7 p.m. So okay, we get okay. Yeah, early. Yeah. And buy your tickets now, actually, because yes. it's going to sell out. Yeah. yeah. How much How much are tickets? $10. 10 bucks. Oh. So, um, question for both of y'all. What are some of the things y'all feel like people overlook when it comes to making movies? Oh, the work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Let me yep. tell y'all, when um, y'all see when y'all come, because y'all better come. <laughs> uh, y'all see, there was a scene that we had to film for maybe an hour or so, and it was about 24 degrees, y'all. Yeah. And I was outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a trench coat on, but yeah, not much under it. Yeah, yeah. Right there. yeah. yeah. You, and, yeah, yeah. You definitely have to be. You got. You got to be built for it, man. Yeah. It's one of those yeah. things. Yeah, he was there. He was out oh, there that yeah. day. It was like the coldest yeah, day of the year. Super cold. And yeah. you know, it was a. It was a. Um, because we had gotten behind on production, and and um, because of the weather, and because of you know just people's schedules and whatnot and so i just was like man forget it we're just gonna have to shoot it this saturday yeah rain sleet or snow you know what i'm saying and just 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 knock it out you know we had some sunlight but it was cold great cold and uh, we were downtown so there was no light really on us you know what i'm saying so you got the wind whistling through the buildings and (laughs) just dipping through the the shade and all that so it was it was freezing cold it was was eight hour day it was eight hour shoot particular scene that you'll see with me laying on the floor (laughs) i literally was there for an hour what? Yeah. Shiver. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, so with that, I mean, how do you bring yourself back into that scene to where it's just like, okay, I gotta focus, I gotta do my lines. Like, the what love was of the game? The love of the yeah. game. Yeah. 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 That's just good. like anything else. Like That's whenever, good. Like just like sports or. Do you ever use your acting skills just like in regular life? Like I do. you do? I do. I'm a- <laughs> Go to your boss. Get out of So in a past relationship of mine, I used to get my feelings hurt all the time. I would cry, uh-huh. and he'd be like, "You're an actress. I don't believe you." Yeah. Like no, they don't yeah, know. Yeah. So. Yeah. crying on you. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay. And see. Okay. Right, okay. Well. <laughs> 
Hank, what about you, man? Like, do you ever use those acting skills or your writing skills in just daily life? Oh man, I can, I, you know, I I can BS the paper. You know what I'm saying? I did a lot of that, and I did a lot of that in college. You know what I'm saying? I can uh, I can throw some words together, and and I had a one professor, Dr. Frankie. He was um shout out to Dr. Frankie. He was one of my uh, political science teachers. And um, we had to write this long paper. It was like mm-hmm. a twenty-one page paper, mm-hmm. and um, I BS that mm-hmm. whole paper, <laughs> and just you know, it, he he at the end of the paper, the last page, he was like, you know, that was the biggest pile of BS I've ever read in my life. He said, but you but you put a lot into it, so he gave me a C. On the paper, just for the effort, he was like, "Man, that was a big bunch of BS." Yeah, 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 yeah. I know you didn't read any of the stuff that you were supposed to, but he said they were so good. I'm, I'm gonna give you a C. Windy day. Oh man, I was just throwing it. I was, I was piling it on. Just like I don't know, I didn't read none of this stuff. That's cool. So it pays to be a great writer. Yes, yes, it definitely does. Oh, that's hilarious, man. Cool, man. So as um as a as a director, do you find uh do you find yourself trying to grow the personal relationships between your cast or yes. do you like to keep it professional? No, 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 no. I was I did an interview last night and um uh with the Tulsa Stars and um I was telling the young lady that was interviewing me, um, and she was asking me pretty much the same thing. And I said, man, one of my greatest joys of what I do is that I get to do what I love with people I love. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I I work with pretty much some of the same people over and over again. So, man, I I make films with people I love, man. And and so everybody that's in my films, I know them. I know Gabe. I know Kanisha. I know everybody that I work with. There's really no strangers that I work with. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So anybody that's coming on my set or my cast, man, they're... They're good, you know. They're they're good with me already. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. So my sets are fun. If you ever be on my sets, man, we have a good time, man. Even yeah. though we was out in the brick cold, you know, yeah, we still had a good yeah, time. Yeah, laughing, you know, yeah. Yeah. laughing and joking yeah. and and everything else, man. So we we still yeah. have a great time. I feel you. Mm-hmm. So like, once you hit big time, do you plan to keep it that way, or do you plan on branching out more? Uh, both. Okay. Both, I man. I, I look at I look at man what you know people like Spike Lee do, man. You know, if you look at Spike Lee's Most movie, definitely. he got the same same people in uh, some yeah. of his movies. You know, yeah. man. Even down to you know uh, Seth Rogen, um, uh, um, Adam uh, Sandler, yeah. people like that, man. They keep yeah. those same core. Eddie Murphy, so you keep those same core people with around you, man. They they keep you grounded. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And they're yeah. good. And because I don't I only not only want to grow, I want to see them grow too. Yeah. As artists and everything else, because it ain't just about me. It's right. about everybody involved. So right. yeah, I want to grow and I want to see them come with me. I feel what that. is the goal then? What for me? I mean, yeah, for you personally, professionally. Uh, it's, Money, white girl. No, I'm I kid. I kid. No, no, no. Um, uh, what I was saying, I was saying this last night, is that what I want to do is that Tulsa is not one of those cities that is known as a um as a film community, yeah. as a black yeah. film community. Yeah. You know, they uh, LA has a black film community. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? Right. Chicago right. has a black yeah. film community. Um, some par- certain parts of Texas, Austin, they have a, a film community. Yeah. Um, Atlanta has a huge black film community now. Yeah. You know, it's Black Hollywood yeah, out there. Yeah, out there. Yeah. Um, but we don't have one here, you know, and we don't have one here in Tulsa. And I, I want to make films that are that are um, that are here, you know, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, you know, yeah. and telling stories yeah. um, with a unique perspective from here. Yeah, yeah. that's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. 
and and so why why do you choose Tulsa? Because you could easily just up and leave and go to a bigger city, but mm-hmm. why do you choose this city to work in? Even though if we don't have the millions of dollars here, good. That's that's the thing though. Mm-hmm. I mean because. That's that's the fallacy of a lot of people's thinking. A lot of people think that um, wherever I'm from, you know what I'm saying, isn't where I need to find my success or where I need to hone my skills. Mm-hmm. They feel like, okay, I can act, mm-hmm. so I'm gonna jump up and roll to L.A. Mm-hmm. You and a hundred million other people exactly. out there yeah. busting yeah. tables and yeah. washing cars and, yeah. and and everything else yeah. for, for money. And when promise. you could have did it where you was at, right you know there. what I'm saying, yeah. and let the world come to you. Yo, we're in a we're in a we're in an open world now, man. You have, yeah. the, you have yeah. the internet now, so yeah. you can you can Do you know anything. you got you got guys doing skits where they're yeah. from and, yeah. and everything else, man. And it's, and they're reaching the world from where they are. Oh, yeah. And the checks so, are coming to them in right. their mailbox. Right. So I don't <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, LA's cool, but I don't have to jump up to LA. Yeah. Make film, yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I can do it here. Yeah, cheaper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 cheaper, man. <laughs> and I think that's that's the great thing about it, man. About Oklahoma is that it is un un uh, I guess uncharted waters in a way as far as the black film yes. industry in yes. the community. Very much. Do you see? I mean, are there other black filmmakers in? Like Muskogee, Yongmogee, other places um, like that. Yeah, I mean there there are other black filmmakers here in Oklahoma, and, okay. um, mostly Oklahoma City. You know, you mostly got more in Oklahoma City yeah. um, than than here in Tulsa. Most of the Tulsa filmmakers, I mean, most of those guys, I mean, I know most of them, and um, most of them do like more commercial or music videos mm-hmm. and things like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are graduating into doing films. I know a couple yeah. of guys that are that are actually doing actual films now. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, for the most part. Not a lot of us, yeah, you know, yeah. really doing. They out this. there though. Yeah, they out, they out there. Yeah, they coming. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I know, I know. Gabe is an actor, mm-hmm. and you know, he's been going to a lot of acting classes. Mm-hmm. Are there any things that you do to kind of like hone your skills in acting or writing continually? Well, by trade, I'm a writer, so that's I, I write all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'm always writing. So yeah, blurs isn't the only thing I'm working on. I'm okay. working on other scripts and okay. other things that I'm working on so I'm I'm constantly yeah. toying with ideas. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, and and just working and turning over different things that I'm thinking about or working on. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm always yeah. working on multiple things, you yeah. know, at the same time. So yeah, that's the best a writer writes, man. That's the yeah. best way to get better at writing is to keep writing. The best yeah. way to get better at acting is to, you know, keep acting, do yeah. scenes, you know, yeah, by yeah. yourself or, or yeah. you know, and yeah. and just get better at your craft, learn how to yeah. memorize lines and Things like that. So yeah, yeah. So what, so uh, go ahead, go ahead. So uh, I'm a rap artist myself, but of mm-hmm. course I consider myself a writer first. Mm-hmm. And in a couple of weeks, I plan on taking this screenwriter class just mm-hmm. to kind of expand my writing skills a bit. Mm-hmm. So my question is, I know Lamar asked this in some form, but do you ever find yourself um, expressing yourself through other mediums as a writer? Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to do music. I used to do uh, music. Um, I used yeah. to rap. I used to write songs. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to write songs. What was, like, rap, what was your rap name? Big Hank. Big Hank. Yeah, that was a long Because I was big and my name is Hank. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, that was. I kept it pretty simple. Yeah. So, yeah, I was like 300 pounds and, you know, also I was big and. My name is Hank. Yeah. So yeah, so okay, I just, you know, I put a lot of thought in that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, but yeah, I've expressed myself in different ways, man. Poetry, um, yeah. rap, um, you know. What I haven't done is um, novels. I, 
that's the one, and I'm working on one now. That's the that's uh-huh. like that's the most frustrating thing to ever work on ever. Is the, I, and I, my hats off to people who write novels because that's novels. you have to have patience to write a novel. Really? Yeah, man, that's a different whole different thing. Hmm. You know, with film, with film is you know I can put up a line and say what the person's doing. You know, yeah. you know Ramal, mm-hmm. you know thirty five mm-hmm. sits. Sit, Sits in his room, blah 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 blah, and then something blows up, whatever you know. I yeah. can, and I can just write that out yeah. with yeah. a novel. You got yeah. the night was stormy and yeah, oh, dark, you and yeah. rain was coming down on the roof like a yeah. little tiny pins hitting the yeah. over there. You're like, yeah. man, that's, yeah. like, that's like half the page, you know, just describing the rain hitting the roof. You right, know what I mean? Right, so before right. you even get to Ramal sitting in the room, so yeah, yeah. what I'm doing, you got to describe everything yeah. that's going on. Yeah, man. I'm writing a novel right now, man, and yeah. I see that what you're saying. You right. gotta be very descriptive. Right, yeah. right. Which I can do, but yeah. it's just like it's just tedious. Tedious. Yeah. yeah. Like when do I stop talking about this rain? Like right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So on the script, I'd have been on page ten by now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So what do y'all do to like get in the creative life process? If you have an idea, if you haven't, you know what I'm saying. You want to make something. What? How does that go about? Um. What I tell people is that I have what you call an idea garden. Uh-huh. Okay? Yeah, yeah. So you know how you um you go out to your garden and you plant the seed and then you turn it over and then you take water it and take care of it and all that stuff. Um, the I- ideas are the same way. Right. Okay? So right. you got an idea for Dang, something. That's good. But it's my yeah. idea. And so I'm, I'm going to write it down or just write down like a little line of it or whatever. Wow. Say, okay, if this is about this guy, whatever, whatever. And then you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time on it, but, you know, eventually you keep going back. You right. keep turning it over. And you keep, you know, adding things to it, taking things away, right. you know, and, and before you know it, you're outlining. And then, you know, before mm-hmm. you know it, you're writing, right. you know, so it's one of those things you, you plant the seed and just keep coming back to keep it and, and turning it over, working ideas and, and pick out what doesn't work, right. put in what does. You know, and everything. So, yeah, it's a process, man. It's all a process. You got to really got to find what yours is, though. You got to find what your process is, because that's mine. But that might not work for you. You You got to find your own. Yeah, some people it works. You know, they put on the headphones and music and whatever. Some people they sit in front of the computers and they get sparked by an idea. I'm not one. I can't do that. I can't just sit there and and ideas don't come to me that way. Yeah, right. Because ideas come to me in the weirdest places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real. That's real. Yeah. Misha, what about you? Like, what? How? How does that work for you? I mean, in the process. I'm a person who I have to isolate myself mm-hmm. and just kind of gauge, kind of gauge in with myself, mm-hmm. become centered and everything. And then I think a key rule is not to overthink because yeah. I know as artists and yeah. creators, uh-huh. we are so we'd be like, mm, well, nobody like that. Yeah. And so I start asking myself mm-hmm. now, like, do you like it? Mm-hmm. All right, thank you. Yeah, yeah. 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 Because there are um, 
female characters in the in the story, and I and a lot of them, and they they do have um, a very important story arc in the right. show. I wanted to make sure that I was being conscious of that. I'm a man writing female characters, which I can right. do, yeah. but I also don't want to come off yeah. one sided. Yeah. So yeah. I made sure I, I ran it by some of my writer sisters, and, and, right. they, and they because of my first draft, they were like, Nah, nah. that ain't right. That ain't right. right. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Change that up, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Why so she I, got why she gotta do yeah, why she gotta say that? Why she gotta do that? Oh, that's right, how you think right. we at? Yeah, You're so right. I had to go back and, and change some things right. and, and then send it back to them and then like, okay, I like that. That was that was funny. I like that. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's good. So that's good. I have a question for you. So you don't have to divulge too much, but do you find that? Your role is a reflection of you to any extent, whether it be small or large? Very large. Mm-hmm. I think this is probably one of my favorite roles only because I'm acting, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I'm, very, I'm, I'm very transparent yeah. in, my, in my personal life. I'm an open book. So yeah. everything, when y'all come to the premiere, I'll be nice. Um, the role of Rita yeah. is—it's me all day. And then you're able to be like, finally, I can tell you how I feel about my character and all this. Right, right, right. This is me. Yeah. Oh, y'all seen it now? I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, you catered it to that particular mm-hmm. actor, right? Mm-hmm. That- yeah, everybody that I picked um, in the to be in the show, I think except for one person, everybody was pretty handpicked for their role. Mm-hmm. I wrote to them, and so um, that's why everybody was very good at what they did because I wrote the roles for them. So you know, Duke, I wrote Warren. Uh, specifically for him, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any A and B choices when I yeah. went into this. Yeah. Like this is the person that I want for this particular role, and, and that's why I wrote to them based on me knowing them. That goes back to what you were asking about working with people like that, because you know, yeah. when you know them, and it's easy to write for them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah, I wrote for pretty much everybody in the show. You know their particular character. That's good. So and Hank, I don't even know if you you sent me the script before I even asked you to be a part. Mm-hmm. So wow. that, that was the part that he had mm-hmm. written, and I had read mm-hmm. it, and I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. 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 oh, hey, me. Because like, yeah. 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 I watch people. I watch awesome. people. Yeah. And it, it's funny. I, um, and sometimes, man, you just get it. You know, like when I wrote um, as we lay. And um, I met with uh, Miko and Ben at, um, at Panera, mm-hmm. and they read the script, mm-hmm. and they looked at each other, and then they looked at me, yeah. because it was a story that was um, close to what they had gone through oh, in their wow. relationship. Wow. And they kind of looked at me like, <laughs> like how you know? Like, you know. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and that, yeah. so, you know, so they were able to really draw from that, because they were like, man, we went through this, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So, it, you yeah. know, something like this. And so... Yeah. We're able to do that, and so yeah. I mean, when I picked the characters here, it wasn't a stretch for anybody mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. to play the role. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I like that wrote it for them. It's yeah. crazy because the small part that like I did mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. I didn't tell him this, but that's that's how I probably would act in like <laughs> real life. Yeah, you know right, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. If I was in that 
yeah. situation, and I've been in those type of situations before, and yeah. I was like, dang, this is how I would really, really react. This is how I would really react. Yeah. This is really yeah. real, and I yeah. was like, this is real. This yeah. is me. Yeah, that's real. Like he didn't even know. Like, and I think that makes yeah. you a good writer if the writer can really take his time and really get to know his actors beforehand and really cater to them. So that way, then once the person, the family member that comes to the actual movie premiere, they like. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. Bit yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. That's... Well, any I mean any director, man. I mean if they're if they're good at what they do, you know. And I ain't pat myself on the back, but what I'm saying is that when you um, give a ride, give a, an actor a script, mm-hmm. you want them to make it them. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Or make it their own or whatever. You can't be so in love with the way you wrote it that you you're not open to changing things. Yeah. You're not open to being, you know. The, have any kind of a, a discussion about how something said or, yeah. or how something comes yeah. is delivered. So, yeah. yeah. So in your head, do you ever are you ever like at the grocery store and then you like, okay, this lady is walking down the aisle where the seafood is, and then you start thinking of a movie like playing it out first, then she walks over to the crackers and mm-hmm. it falls <laughs> on her. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever done mm-hmm. that before? Oh yeah, I'm a, I was a weird kid anyway. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, growing up, man, we would you know. Um, we would be like on the bus or we would be like if I was on the subway or whatever and yeah. I would see people yeah. and you know people watching I would be yeah. on the seat just looking at them <laughs> and just like wondering where are they going yeah. what are they yeah. doing you know and they start making up stories in your head and yeah. stuff like that and, yeah. and I still do it you know yeah. as, as an adult I still do it I see people like wonder where they're going yeah. What are they doing? What's, what's their relationship yeah. like? Or what are they saying to each other? You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you see some couple, it looks like they kind of have an argument. You're like, I wonder what they're saying. Yeah. You know, over there, yeah. what they're talking about. Have, has anybody ever caught you looking at them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to do this as a kid. Like, I used to turn the sound off on cartoons and I'd just be making right. my own <laughs> shows. So it's like, man, that's yeah. that, that yeah. my creativity yeah. up. Yeah. In the way right. as a kid, it's just like I made up my own little show. Right. Yeah. So that was your imagination, exactly, man. And I think that's where the cre- creative juices started to really flow, and right. just you know, be able to create new things. So, yeah. what about you, Kanisha? Like, what are some things that you did as a child, <clears throat> as far as creativity that that brought you out and and? Uh, Ooh, uh, I would never wrap too tight, but <laughs> <laughs> I think it was when I got older, I finally got a sense of. This is all, we only have one life, so this is all I have, so I need to go ahead and just embrace who I am. Mm. So I never fit in as a kid. I was always the black sheep in my family, Mm -hmm. still am, but I got to a certain age where it was like, I like me, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to just roll with it. Nobody else wants to talk with me, I'm going to go by myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a sense of me accepting me being a little different. Yeah. Now that's where I am. That's where now you are. Well, yeah. yeah. And and I I tell you, Tulsa really appreciates you, you know, because you because you are who you are. And I think that's why Thank you. like we get you because oh, us being in Tulsa, Oklahoma, us creatives can be looked at as so weird. Well, we're you know, the Bible first of all. Yeah, there definitely. you go. And I, yeah. was, I was raised apostolic. I was raised uh-huh. Pentecostal. So me having these thoughts and this stuff that I wanted to do creativity, mm-hmm. creatively, I was given the, the side eye. Yeah. It's yeah, like, hey, yeah. we don't do that. Yeah, you know? yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do that. Yeah, that's my happy place. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, now I'm like, I'm not thinking about what y'all thinking. Yeah. I'm going to make me happy with bringing peace. Yeah. yeah. I envy, that's why I envy yeah. this generation, man. I envy, I envy we don't care. young guys, man. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, nah, because you, um, 
you have just the world, man, and you don't have to. I wrote that. It's a chapter in my book um, called The Box. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, guys my age, I'm almost 50. So guys my age, when we were growing up, you know, there wasn't, you know, you weren't finna be no rapper. You weren't yeah. finna be no, yeah. you know, and you ain't gonna be no actor. You ain't finna be no internet. There wasn't no internet. So, yeah, you know, you're gonna go to school. You gonna play this sports, or you gonna join the military? And it was almost frowned upon when you wanted to do something right. Yeah, right. Exactly, yeah. exactly, because yeah. right. yeah. yeah. that was the box. Yeah. And, and you know, God bless our parents. They, you know, they were just that's just they how they, they, they didn't know better. You know what I'm saying? That's just what they wanted you to do. You know what I'm saying? You just hey, this yeah. is what I did. I worked yeah. it. Get you, it get works. you, get you one of them good <laughs> white folks yeah, jobs. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. get you one of them good white folks out yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, get, you, yeah. get your money day. and, yeah. and yeah. die. You yeah. know, and so that was your, and that was your, yeah. that was your lot in life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But you know, we get older and we learn things. But mm-hmm. you know, and so definitely didn't put that on my own kids. But yeah, yeah. you know, that was we were boxed into just living this kind of life because mm-hmm. I mean, I wanted to be a filmmaker years ago. Wow. But, you know, I, mean, I um, had uh, applied to NYU and um, wow. got pretty much got accepted. And then my parents were like, "Yeah, that ain't gonna happen." Mm-hmm. That, uh, you know, just it was just the cost, man. It was yeah. like, oh, oh we, yeah. yeah, we can't, yeah. yeah, we can't afford to send you there, right? right. Not go, or, yeah, go to community college, you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you join the military, you join the military, you know, which yeah. I wound up doing. I wound yeah. up doing the military, but um, yeah, I mean, it was just it wasn't none of that. Most of my friends yeah. um that I graduated high school with, they went in the military, they mm-hmm. went to college, yeah. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, or they got a job or, or whatever. But most of us were military. I probably spent ninety percent of us went to the military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because that's what was expected of us. Because yeah. we're military kids. So yeah, yeah. You know. It's the top of the hour. It's seven o'clock. You're listening to the Juice Radio Show. Make sure you give us a call at six four six seven one six fifty five twenty five and press that one button to go live. You can visit us on blogtalkradio.com forward slash wfunk and we're sitting here <clears throat> talking to Hank Bird and Kanisha talking about blurs and man, it is phenomenal, man. I'm so excited for you guys and what's to come um and uh tell oh, so once again can you tell us when the premiere is going to be um august 29th next thursday um, yep. circle cinema seven o'clock to nine um you know come ready to take pictures we gotta have a red yeah. carpet all yeah. that good stuff um we'll oh, show yeah. the screening and then we'll have a q a um uh i think black wall street time is going to be the nice. doing the facebook nice. live for us nice. um so you'll be able to ask questions from home um and and if you're there of course ask questions yeah. um right after we're going to shoot over to um retro grill and bar okay. with nice. marv and um, yeah. you know, music food hang yeah. out talk to the cast and crew and everybody after oh, that cool. and um yeah we, we just want everybody to come and support um, local productions, man. Yeah. I'll be there. I'll yeah, be there. yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. <laughs> you in it? You better be yeah. in it. <laughs> Absolutely, man. So we're just so excited and so proud of you, Hank, man. Thanks, and man. Uh, you really leading the way in a lot of things, man. As far as black film within Tulsa, you know, it's it's probably we've had some films, but it was more. The, the films that I remember as a kid are more talking about Black Wall Street, which is not a bad thing no, by any means, you know, not but it was just more documentary type of films and just more educational. Mm-hmm. And I think more like we've not saying that that's enough, but I, what I like is, is the fact that you're taking another angle at educating in a way and also giving other people an opportunity. And Blurs is really dope because that's where a lot of people's minds are right now. Currently. Yeah, right. currently. Yeah, you know? we are now. Yeah, and so you're breaking the mold from, I mean, we, we need the documentaries and all of that, but you're breaking the mold as far as comedy and uh, drama and all of that, man. Yeah, so, yeah. so how do you feel about that? Man, 
that's the that's one of the biggest arguments I get into with other content creators is that um the biggest thing that we lack and I think everybody said, What's wrong with black films? What's going on with black movies and T V shows? And I think I think the I, me personally, I think the biggest problem is is a lack of diversity of subject. Mm-hmm. And we just do the same thing. I mean we we, we relegate ourselves to the same core types of films. We do yeah. we do the drama. We do the comedy. Yeah. We do the rom com. We do the family drama. Mm-hmm. We do the biopic. And then we do the documentaries. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where we stay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so nobody really wants to step out and do anything different. You know what I mean? They don't want to do sci fi. They don't want to do horror. What we call genre films. Sci fi, horror, and comedy. Yeah. So horror, fantasy. Uh, sci fi, horror, and fantasy. Those are called what we call genre films. And and people stay away from that. And that, then until you have people like Jordan Peele and yeah. you know Ryan Coogler and other people, Ava DuVernay and other people who stepped out and want to do something different. Um, you got Black Lightning on TV now, and you yeah. know and other superhero shows that are going to be coming with people of color. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's past time um, for for that type of storytelling. And I think the pushback that I've gotten is that, well, man, we out here dying in the streets, man, and, you know, brothers going through stuff, and a lot, a lot, and I'm like, well, you can still put that in sci-fi, you watch Black Lightning, you know, right. which is a great show, they, they, they touch all that, man, yeah. they touch, mm-hmm. I mean, they touch issues about police brutality, they touch yeah. Uh, yeah. inequality, they touch LGBT stuff, they touch yeah. everything, they yeah. touch everything going on in the black community, yeah. in that black community in the show, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. you can still do all of that, right. and same with Blurs. I mean, even though it's a comedy and we're going to be doing all kind of crazy stuff in the show, I mean, we're still going to touch on real life stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in the show. Yeah, hey, I feel like, um, like, honestly, white people, they've had a nerd culture for a very long time because they have all these different representations, but it's like for black people, the nerd culture is very new. So that's why I feel <laughs> I like... I don't think it's new. I think it was hush-hush before. Yeah, there wasn't a term for it. I mean, I was a blur before there was the word before, for blur, it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mostly, I was born, so I was, I was a nerd <laughs> before they even had a term for it. I think the problem is, is that... um when you see nerds on TV and film, they're caricatures of what yeah. nerds are. And they're associated yeah. with being right. not... Not, they can't get girls, they wear right. glasses uh, and pocket protects, uh, and he talk like this, and yeah. you know, yeah. That's, yeah. And that's not... That's not, that's not the right that's depiction. Not, right. No. No. Uh, and so that's where we come in. I mean, because yeah. I, I, mean, I grew up... I mean, I grew, I'm a kid of the 70s and 80s and then the 90s as an mm-hmm. adolescence, and, you know, mm-hmm. I was still a nerd um, running around here in North Tulsa, but mm-hmm. I still seen cats get shot. I still, you know, got yeah. fights. I still, I yeah. still got girls. I still, but I still read my comic books. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. everything else. So I was still exposed to a lot of stuff. And and so people are like, well, why, why black nerds? Why blurs? And why not? I said, well, that's because it, it's different for us. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because yeah. the B, the B is the BL is for black. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you guys, those are two different things. You have being black and everything that comes with. It. Yeah, and then you yeah. have a nerd and everything that comes with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. well, it's, it's 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 classy now. Mm-hmm. But you know, you had to fight back when I was a kid. Yeah, for that. You yeah. Know what yeah. People found out you read comic books, man. <laughs> yeah. You had to you had to knuckle up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they go that nerd. Yeah. yeah, go beat him up after school. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, that was, and it was like that, man. So we, you know, I had to fight and and, and develop a thick skin and all that stuff yep. as a kid. And, you know, the, the for bullies, I wasn't really bullied that much because I had hands. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, uh, yeah, it was just it was it was a lot of kids got beat up and and, yep. and picked on and 
ran mm-hmm. out of schools, man, because they were different. Now yeah, they yeah. say it's the revenge of the nerds. I heard that one oh, day. Yeah. They said it's the revenge of the nerds now because yeah. all that time when they was in their books and, you know, reading yeah. books and stuff like that, yeah. now when they grown, it's, it's the tide yeah. is changing yeah. and all these Every athletes. Time ride the wave yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah. these athletes' <laughs> knees is going out now. So now the nerds is to have, you know, healthy bodies and healthy minds, and now they're yeah. ready to work now. Yeah. And they know yeah. the systems, you know. Yeah. So yeah. it's like, yeah, hey, man, we are we working out now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. like, are y'all, <laughs> so like, are y'all into manga at all? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah. So like, whenever I was in middle school, a lot of people they made fun of me because I was really into reading manga and all that stuff. And now it's like. It's cool, man. Yeah. You gotta that's understand. That's why I hate about our generation. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fad to yeah. be who we were before originally yes. growing up. Yeah. Now. That's and true. it's like, are you are yeah. you really about that life? Are you right. really doing yeah. it? Right. Yeah. You find most of them really are. They're aren't. not. No. Yeah. Really <laughs> not. Silly. If you, if you, I'm like this, man. If you get your comic book information from movies, then you're not, you're not, you're not about real, this yeah. life. Don't, <laughs> don't get yeah. no conversations yeah. with me because yeah. I'm going yeah. to crack your face. So, so, yeah, so, they, yeah, so a lot of people, um, you know, get into that because I, I like people were talking about the, the new blade that's coming out mm-hmm. and, and, um, they were talking about, oh, well, uh, Wesley's supposed to be in it some kind of way or whatever, and um, oh, he could play Whistler. And I said, yes, yes, see. And I said, you, I already see you don't read comic books. Yeah, y'all don't know about y'all know about the comic books. They look on YouTube real yeah, quick. So just a just a little just a little lesson for me to use from people who read comic books. The Whistler character, um, the way they cr- uh, crafted the Whistler character was actually based on a black character mm-hmm. that was actually in the comic book, mm-hmm. Jamal Afari. Jamal Afari was actually Blade's surrogate father. That's the mm. person who actually taught Blade mm-hmm. how to fight and how to kill vampires. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jamal Afari was a um, was a jazz musician in Harlem. Yeah. And found Blade and taught him how to fight yeah. and everything uh, else. So they took that character and made him white in in the character Whistler. Now the Whistler character does exist, but he he wasn't Blade's surrogate father. He was a he was a partner later yeah. on after he was an adult. Yeah. So see that's what happens when you don't read comic books. Mm-hmm. That you know, you start taking your cues for the movies and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 Speaking on comic books, <laughs> since we're here, yeah. how do you how do you feel about this Spider Man and Sony? Like how do you feel about that since you're a big comic book fan? How do you feel? How is it gonna go? Well, the thing is, okay, so Sony let's go back to the beginning. Okay. Um um uh, Marvel was going bankrupt, right. and so Marvel um, wound up selling off all of their properties, right. and it started splitting off. So Fox got X Men and uh-huh. the Mutants, um, Sony got Spider Man and all Spider Man's villains and everything right. else. Um, New Line got Blade and some of their other characters. Right. Um, Universal got the Hulk and Namor, mm-hmm. and, and so on, on and so on. So when Marvel Studios got bought by Disney, they started buying all their properties back, back. Right. you know, right. except for um, they don't have Namor back fully, and they don't have the film rights to Hulk mm-hmm. fully. That's mm-hmm. why they haven't. They haven't made a solo Hulk oh, movie. Okay. That's why they can't make a okay. solo. So they okay. said, well, what they did was, if you read Planet Hulk, they slipped that into Thor Ragnarok because all Thor Ragnarok was was oh, Planet Hulk. Yeah, yeah, they just I got slipped, it. They oh, just slipped okay. that story in okay. where they where Hulk got sent out to another planet 
and he was a gladiator. Oh, okay. So that's, okay. What, that's okay. what Planet Hulk was about. So they slipped the story yeah, in there. Yeah, and, yeah, and right. then, you know, and Thor Ragnarok instead of making a soul. Anyway, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, so Sony has the rights, the film rights to Spider-Man and all uh, the Spider-Man's villains. Right. Venom and, um, you know, all them. Yeah. You know, Morbius, everybody. Yeah. So um, what they did, what Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel Studios, did was he went to Sony. He said, okay, look, we want to have Spider-Man in our movies. Right. Can we get him on loan? Right. Okay. And for for on the cheap. Right. You know what I'm saying? And what I'll do is I'll come over and I'll help you guys get your film your film your um uh Spider Man films off the ground. Right. So he came in and spearheaded homecoming and far from home. Right. So Kevin Feige was responsible for the success of those two movies. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so now what they want to do is they're like, Okay, so we did all this work. So we're going to go back to the negotiating table now mm-hmm. and say, like, because they got 5%. Mm-hmm. Right. So only got 90, 95% mm-hmm. of, of the last movies. And, and Marvel Studios and Disney only got 5%. Uh, and wow. did all the work. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they came back wow. to the table, like, okay, so now we want a 50 50 split. Right. With yeah. Sony's like, of course, they're not they going to do that. Yeah. Right. Like, we're not going to give you 50. That's our stuff. It's still yeah. hard. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, and they figured, like, okay, you got us going with these two films. Which was successful. We did Venom on our own, mm-hmm. which was, I thought was trash, but it was still successful. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, now they got the sequel coming mm-hmm. and all of that, and so now they are working on um, trying to build their own Spideyverse because oh. they did Into the Spider-Verse which is also very oh that was a good movie. So now they're like, okay, look, we got three successful Spider-Man mm-hmm. films and a spinoff film. So we got four successful Spider-Verse films. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So we don't really need y'all now. Right. So Man. we can kind of do, we, the training wheels is off. We can kind of do our own thing now without y'all. Right. Yeah. And then, but there, then um, Disney's like, well, we want, we still want Spider-Man to be in part of, part of the industry. Yeah. 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 Right. 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 But yeah. we still want to share some of this money because right. Right. without us bringing him into the MCU and without us helping y'all with these films, y'all wouldn't. Yeah. Nothing. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. real. Because y'all was messing up Spider-Man. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 The last yeah. couple movies y'all did when Andrew Garfield. And yeah. Crashed. That was. That was right. Right. Yeah. Right. right. So they like right. Kevin Feige and figure like, yo, man, we helping y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we want some of this money, but it's just a numbers thing. I think I think they're gonna find a way back to, to work yeah, it out. To negotiate it's just table. too great. Of yeah. A, yeah. 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 Peter Parker has a big story arc in, in the MCU, man. Right. You know. Yeah. 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 It's too it's too much to leave on the table right. for them to leave all that on the table. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh, so hopefully, hopefully they, they they'll work it out. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. So it's good. It's, it's, I'm glad that we got the expert. Right, you know, he did yeah, more research yeah, in yeah, it. I'm just yeah. Googling like, uh, 5%. Uh. <laughs> yeah. But we got somebody, man, that, that knows the history and kind of walked through things. So so I really enjoy the New new Nerd Order on Facebook, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, I I go visit that page quite often and on Facebook. So it's kind of like a, 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 um, a page for black nerds all together, man. Yeah. And I mean, all the information, the jokes. I mean, everything comes out of that out of that particular um, group, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy it, man. So, why did you create the New Nerd Order? Well, um, really, man, if people don't understand that that, that nerddom is probably one of the biggest segregated things out there, man. Mm-hmm. Nerds are very, very segregated, and you still gotta, you know, we can sit in the movie theater for for hours, two hours watching a movie, yeah. and then we go our separate ways afterwards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure and we don't 
we go back to our communities, they go back to their communities, and you know, we don't, we rarely have a chance to get together and, and nerd out together, mm. you know, as one. Yeah. And we're still trying to find our way through that, you know, and and and, and building the group on Facebook. I built it off a conversation. Um, like four or five of my friends, we had all went to go see um, Prometheus. The alien prequel, mm-hmm. and uh, we started talking about the movie. We started like this private group, and we started talking about the movie. And next thing you know, we still talking about it a month later. Dang! Uh, and then uh, we started talking about other stuff. And I was like, "Well, hold up! I was like, Why not just make a group?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because one of us was was black, me. Two of us were black. One of us was a white guy. Mm-hmm. One of us was a half black, half Italian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, another white guy it was like, you know. So I was like, okay, we all together talking about yeah. all these things. Why yeah. don't I just make a group? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That we can do that. So yeah. I, I created the group, and we're like almost four thousand strong now, man. Hey, we, you know, wow. we got we got we got merchandise and themes, music, That's and all man. that stuff, man. What do y'all What do y'all like actually talk about in a group? Like just Everything. like literally this, this right here. This is the subject. Yeah. Of, this is the subject of the day right now. It's the Sony Spider Man deal. Yeah. Oh, really? That's the That's the subject of the day. So that everybody's talking really about. Know your stuff to be in a you group. You should. Well, I mean, a lot of no, 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 you don't, no, you don't. But but what I, what I always caution people is, Uh don't get yourself, don't get caught front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because us real comic nerds. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. We're going to get you. And it's going to be embarrassing. Yeah. So I just like on that, on that page. I don't, yeah. Don't, I mean, don't, 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 don't jump in. Hey, hey, I'm the same way because I don't know everything because some dudes, they'll start talking about some animes that I've never watched. You know, so I'm not going to jump in that conversation because I don't know anything about that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, we got anime nerds in there. We got people who like manga, people who like video games, all that stuff. And I don't have an up-to-date system. So, I can't. I don't get in none of them discussions. Yeah, so, I feel you. Yeah. I got, I'm going to add y'all to the, to the new yeah. nerd order. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to know information. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Most people just need to watch it, man. Most people just just watch. If I if I can comment on something, I'll let you yeah. know. But if yeah. I don't know nothing, I'm yeah. not going to yeah. come yeah. at you. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay. it can be educational because sometimes we post stuff about stuff. Like, yeah. sometimes I post educational stuff like, you know, something about this character, a video about certain characters that are coming out. Um, cause I, I know I had to do a lot of that when Black Panther came out. Cause I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, the, oh, yeah. I'm the resident Black Panther expert in there. Cause yeah. I've been reading Black Panther since I was eight. Yeah. Uh, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and I appreciate the rules in there too, man. He yeah. laid down the rules. He's like, "Hey, don't be, don't get all crazy with people." Yeah. And, right. you know, and when a movie comes out that everybody want to see, like he's always like, well, "Yeah, don't, don't, don't spoil it." Well, I hate when people do that. I hate when people do that. We got a spoiler embargo. The movie comes out on Thursday. You can't talk about it until Monday. Right? Yeah. Like, if it's a TV show, you can talk about it the next day. But if it's a movie, it come out on Thursday. We don't. We don't. Hank Bird, 
Um, so mostly Hank Bird. You can find me anywhere yeah. on social media, Twitter, everything. Yeah. yeah. All, All right. right. All I have is Instagram right now. Really? I'm at the Silver Lining Today. Okay. The period Silver period lining period today. Oh, love it. Yeah. Love or you can look up my real name. <laughs> 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 yeah. And so, what is the premiere again? Twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. Where is it? Circle Cinema. And how much? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. All right. So make sure y'all make it there. Uh, next Thursday, man, it's going to be a phenomenal time. Uh, one thing that we do ask all of our guests to do is to give us words of wisdom, something that we and our audience can hold on to. Like, what are your words of wisdom? Keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Yeah. When, when it's dark, keep going. When it's light, keep going. Mm-hmm. Bad days, good days, rainy days, yeah. no days, just yeah. keep going. Yeah. I've seen so many people that have been, quote unquote, successful. Mm-hmm. And they have shared that there was some times like they they say stuff that Taraji P is an example. She mm-hmm. she tell her she's very open about her story. Right. She went out to California with however many dollars mm-hmm. her and her son, and she didn't have much. And we get so discouraged because it's like, oh, I can't do that because I don't I don't have this and this and this. We ain't gonna ever have this this and this. Yeah. If, you know, if you're waiting for that to happen, you're gonna be waiting forever. Yeah. So yeah, if that's do true. It, if, you, if you're gonna do it. Even if you do it scared, just still do it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Hank, what you got? Um, for me, man, it's always gonna be um define what success is to you. Um, don't look at success based on how somebody else's life is. Yeah. You know, because you can't I, you know, she mentioned Tony P, a lot of people look at her life and think, you know, I can that's my blueprint. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's, yeah. that's not what God had for you. That's yeah. that's that's totally somebody else's life. You have to Define what success means to you, and then the second thing would be, don't um, don't ne- never look at what you don't have as a creative person. Look at what you do have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. yeah. I mean, if I did that, I would never make anything. Yeah. I would True. never True. make anything. True. I go in every project. I don't have the money. I just yeah. have a script, and and then you know, end up doing nothing. End up doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. obsessed about the money uh, and everything uh, else. Mm-hmm. Don't concentrate on what you don't have. Right. You know, right. let, let, let God do the rest, man. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. that's your that's your purpose and what it's meant to be. You know, yeah. He'll put people and resources in your mm-hmm. path to, to right. complete it. Yeah, absolutely. And then also, I've learned that if it's something that you wake up thinking about and you go to bed thinking about, <laughs> that's where you're supposed to be. That's yeah. where you're supposed that's to be. That's, that's all that your mind is consumed. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Real. that's it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Bro. I love it. Let's give a hand for Blurs, everybody. You guys for joining us on the show next Thursday. I'm sure it's gonna be a packed house, sold out, man, and everybody's gonna follow you over the retro afterwards, man. So make sure y'all make it there. Uh, coming up, man, we got my guy Raekwon in the building. I just always want to say Raekwon the chef every single time, man, from Wu Tang. But uh, yeah, we're gonna try to say some of his food right here, man, from the Virgin Islands. So we'll be back to talk to him in just a moment. <laughs>
Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. We do workshops, we do mural workshops, we also work with elders in the realm of technology, and if you're looking for a logo, a business card, or a website, we have you there. You can find us online at www.utreep.com, that's the letter U, T-R-E-E-P.com. So if you're interested in any of these services, feel free to visit Underground Tree Studios online at utreep.com. Welcome back to the Juice Radio Show. And, of course, man, we want to thank our past guests, Hank and Kanisha, for joining us here today. And, man, somebody that I've I've looked to uh, for some time in the cooking game, in the cooking business industry altogether, is my guy, Raekwon. Raekwon, we're going to actually give your phone to Wayne so Wayne can get a video of you while you do your thing, man, or, or really will here. And so, um, man, Raekwon is a chef here. Uh, I, I met him while I worked at Hibiscus. Uh, I worked at a Jamaican restaurant here in Tulsa. And, man, Raekwon has always been a good dude, passionate about food. And I'm excited to have Raekwon here. So, everybody, let's give Raekwon a hand, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome man. Yeah, have him speaking to the side of the microphone. Can you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. All right. So tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from. We hear the accent and everything. Where are you from? Well, I'm from St. Croix, St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. You know, born Christian state, east side. You know, I came here when I was like 16. You know, I've been to um, Job Corps a little bit in Georgia. Took a little interest in the culinary side of things. Yeah, I mean, the food just, you know, really just intrigued me just being in the South and whatnot, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, like you know, I just, like, in, out of nowhere, like, I always had a thing for food, like, not, like, really cooking, really. I didn't have no interest in cooking, like, per se, you know. Like, I just just always loved food. Like, it was just a, something part of my life. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. food fairs, agriculture fairs. You know, village, like, you know, um, the little festivals uh, around Christmas time on St. Croix, like, everything just revolved around food. Yeah. You know, so, and it was like, whether it was like a party, funeral, um, graduation, like, or something, you know, just somebody's in a great mood, or someone just came up on a bunch of fish or a bunch of meat, like, it's yeah. just like a reason for food, you know, yeah. so, like, I always had a thing for it, you know. Mm-hmm. But my interest just peaked, you know, just being in Georgia, like, got introduced to grits. Ah, uh, see, I'm a, you only have grits in, in like, St. Croix? Grits, like, <laughs> you know, no, we have grits. Oh, oh. It's, it's a little different, you know. Okay. It's like our national dish. We have punji. Oh, you okay. know, like, it's almost like grits. It's like, you know, like a cornmeal mush cooked down with, like, okra. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's, like, the elements is there. Like, we just put this differently, you know, like, in the South. Yeah, you know, shrimp grits or okra creole shrimp and grits or creole shrimp with okra or okra and tomatoes too. Like, we, you know, we use the same thing. We just put it up a little bit different, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like we have the same palate, same taste, you know? It's just universal. It's almost like a different way to kind of talk to people. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Without, like, them understanding you and whatnot. Like, at the end, like, everyone understands flavor. Yeah. Oh man, that's the truth. Like, that's that's a universal. Definitely. That's a universal thing is 
flavor. Everybody understands that, man, for sure. So, um, of course, like, you know, a lot of rappers, they tend to cite foods and stuff that they like in their rhymes and whatnot. So my question for you is, if there was a dish of yours and you got to choose a rapper to recite that dish and what are they rhymes, what rapper would you choose? You know, I I will honestly choose Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Really, but like I honestly will have a top five. Like that's a hard question to ask. You put me on the spot. Hey man, give me your top five. Because like if I had to choose a rapper like with my dishes and whatnot, like it would have to be like RZA from the Wu Tang Clan, Raekwon the Chef, yeah, mm-hmm. Method Man. Lil Wayne, honorable, and I have to have an honorable mention, but like I'll put two chains in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would put two. I have to put two chains in there, you know, and like, yeah. uh, maybe Ghostface Killer would just get the honorable mention, you know. It feels bad I have to say that on air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. So what we're gonna do real quick, man? We're gonna take a break. We're gonna get this food in front of us. Uh, we're gonna taste. Some of this amazing food. So, so what is what's the dish that you brought here today? So, what I brought for you guys is um, is a dish. It, it means it, it always meant a lot to me growing up because it was like one of the hardest dishes that it took me a while living in the states to figure out how to do off memory, which mm. is you know rice jollof. But uh, back home we call it seasoned rice. You mm. know, like um, just crucian style seasoned rice. My mom used to make it all the time, and it was just so addictive. It would be one big pot. That's mm. how I made a point to bring one of these with me, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's not the exact, but I'm pretty sure every grandma has one of these. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But Put a ham and turkey in there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Back home, you know, we always got one of these and whatnot. This is what's coming. Yeah. I just kind of give it, like, kind of a little update. You know, kind of mm-hmm. based on the stuff I learned, stuff I acquired up here, you know. Nice. So, you know, was, I made sure I had the chicken, you know, grilled off and whatnot. I had it dressed in like a, um, it's kind of a Caribbean-inspired um, pineapple barbecue. You mm-hmm. know, it's really like a pineapple ketchup, per se, you know, with a little bit of tomato added to it and reduced. And, of course, a grilled pineapple salsa with fresh Roman tomatoes and cilantro. And, you know, you can't stop the Islander in me. I have to put plantains, you know. Ah, yeah, so I love plantains. plantains in the mix, too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Well, hey, we're going to get to this work real quick. So we're going to take a quick break. So we'll be right back. And we're going to actually taste some of the food uh, before we get on air. But as we're on air, too. So make sure y'all keep it locked right here. This is the Juice Radio Show. We're here with Raekwon, the chef. We'll be right back. This is the Juice Radio Show. I know really sick on a long time. Fresh up the tea. Okay, you 
Once upon the time, in the jungle, there lived so many animals and so many trees. You will know there were no restrictions, anytime, any day. Anyone used to for us and go side free in the jungle. Yeah. After they realized that everything was good, I said everyone was owning after the food. Majority of the people went beyond baboon, and two people when we are okay, the errors of the time made a big mistake. After election, the winner made a scene nation. So the citizen of the jungle was unsatisfied. So they decided to sing an order of Ketika. Who loves, who cares, who has ability, take care of the monkey. You're not able to take care of baboon ebu. You're not able to bust the rat of baboon ebu.
Chamber of Commerce is a great place to start. The Chamber was created to serve and increase the visibility of needs in our community. It is an umbrella organization for local businesses, the Tulsa Juneteenth Festival, BWS Black Women in Business, and the Grassroot Economic Development Fund known as BWS The Power Group. For more information about the Black Wall Street Chamber of Commerce or to donate to the Power Group, visit bwschamber.com. Dawn Tree here, CEO of Underground Tree Studios, your one-stop shop for graphics, web design, and art. We do workshops, we do mural workshops, we also work with elders in the realm of technology, and if you're looking for a logo, a business card, or a website, we have you there. You can find us online at www.utreep.com, that's the letter U-T-R-E-E-P.com. So if you're interested in any of these services, feel free to visit Underground Tree Studios online at utreep.com. If your credit starts with a three, four, five, or six, this is for you. Did you know that it's costing you to have bad credit? You can't get qualified for that house or apartment and you're paying high interest rates along with paying high car insurance, and it may be costing you that job that you really want. What are you waiting on? Take more of a holistic approach. Pick up the phone and call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554 or text CAMP to 76626. With 13 amazing services, we restore and repair generations to come. Once again, call the Credit Shiro at 832-642-1554. Or text camp to 76626. If you know better, you do better. Only the Credit Shiro can help you to save the day. Welcome back to the Juice Radio Show. <clears throat> oh, man, we are full. Like, we got the itis now. Like, you ready to take a quick nap? <laughs> man, so we had some great food by Raekwon, the chef. Uh, y'all, let's just, like, make some noise and give a hand either way you can Woo! for that amazing plate. Oh man, that was so good. Okay, so so one, uh, tell us, Raekwon, just what you served us, and then we'll go person by person to say what you liked about the food. Well, I mean, it's um, the dish really I serve is like it's really just like a dish that my mom made um, a lot during her childhood. I might see my grandma made it. I see a lot of different, um, you know, mothers made it back home. They usually come in this big cast iron pot. It's basically seasoned rice and chicken. You know, the only variations to it that I, you know, did is, you know, I just kind of updated a little bit just to kind of, um, you know, add a little bit more. Like, you know, I did a little grilled pineapple salsa with it, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. I added fried plantains to it. Okay. And, of course, I um, went ahead and, um, you know, added, a, like, a 
like a nice um, pineapple um, ketchup, but more like a pineapple barbecue sauce, a little sesame seed and cilantro. Yeah. You know, but the flavors are still the same as, like, I remember growing up. And the only difference also is, like, grill. I put the chicken on the grill. Mmm, chicken know. on the grill. Yeah, and then I add it to the rice. Oh, man. Okay, so we're going to go down the line. Tell me what you liked about the food. Was it amazing to you? Yes, it was really good. I really liked the different, like, spices and seasonings that you use. And I think it's really cool that you go back to your roots to make this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Sha, what about you? Man, for me, I like how it was sweet but tangy at the same time. And also like how soft and moist the plantains were. I thought it was yeah. a real good combination, man. You do get rough and tough plantains. That's so true. For real. And them For plantains were soft and, yeah, you can chew them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Gay, what do you think? It was it was really good. It was hard. It was fire. Yeah, it yeah. was fire. Yeah, man. And like to me, I know it's fire because I'm a real super picky eater, mm. and I just don't eat anything. Mm. So I, yeah, it was good. I just don't eat anything. So it was it was it was fire. Yeah. Takes me a lot to try new stuff. It was fire. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oof, man. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're in the business of, um, you know, working within the industry. Where are you at right now? Like, what are you doing and what are you opening? Oh, man. So right now I'm with um, Amelia's. It's, uh, oh, my gosh, like, one of the best places, you know, you could ever go to. It's like an open kitchen gaucho South American style, okay. like anything goes. Like, they're their own entity, you know, like, they're their own style. You know, and they're going their own direction. So, and, you know, it just features, like, an open fire, you know, cooking, you know. And it's, like, kind of like future cuisine. Like, the, you'll see the techniques go way back, but you see the chef that I work for, Kevin Snell, is, like, he always goes back to his roots. And that's why yeah. I really admire it. Yeah. You know, and plus, like, um, the way this place kind of set up is, like, almost like, the Golden State Warriors when kids in the ranks <laughs> came because it feel like I work with like an all star crew. Like yeah. they have the chef de cuisine, um Jordan Harley, like this dude's a beast, you know, like mm-hmm. like I mean, it's crazy, you know, what I mean what like creative genius in the making. Then we have um Holly, she used to be an executive chef at Satay, you know, which is closed down currently but it's gonna be reopening, mm-hmm. you know. But and she's on the team too, you know, and like me, you know, I'm just glad to be in a building with these same um, characters and whatnot. Yeah. You know, really awesome crew. And then Amelia's is in the um, in the mix of opening um, this restaurant called the Brasserie right next to where it used to be Satet. And I'll be basically just, um, I guess, along for the ride. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So, I mean, it's really exciting to, um, you know, open it. It's going to be like a um, straight up classic French style, you know, yeah. French style restaurant, you know, and, you know, we'll see uh, what happens when it opens up. Is it hard to cook French food? No, not really. Um, it's, re- it's hard pronouncing the word. <laughs> you know, that's why I really, like, um, suffer from, but, like, yeah. French food really, it's not hard, like, um, per se, because some people think it's hard because it, it's the textbooks and yeah. you see all these fancy people and Really and truly, all cooking is the same. 
Yeah. If you really think about it, it's like the technique is still, you grill when it's appropriate, you fry when it's appropriate, you know, like the rules really don't change, you know, like yeah. same way um, people in Africa, you know, barbecue is the same way people in France or Chinese, I mean, China, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know, in China or Europe, mm-hmm. like anywhere like this same principle they need fire to make it go yeah you know it's like it's just universal like most of the ingredients everyone uses like if they don't if anything they just use it a different way Mm -hmm. but it's not really like as far as because you that would be saying like indian cooking is hard oh yeah you know soul food is hard you know like It's more like palatable. That's what you should be asking. Like, do you have like the flavor profile? Like, do you desire to eat that way? Mm. That's really the question you should be asking. Okay. You know? Okay. I feel you. You you use the word palatable quite a bit. Yeah. So uh, my question is, as you as you've been working at these different restaurants, do you find yourself taking what you learned at home and bringing it into the kitchen a lot? See, that's the thing. Like. I learn a lot at home, but it's more like I take a lot from memory. Mm-hmm. See, cooking is really how I bridge a gap from being homesick, per se. You know, like, so what I'll do is try to, like, you know, like, say I'll have a moment, you know. And it goes, everybody goes through, like, maybe, like, I don't know if it's deja vu or, you know, you just be standing there and you smell something and you're like, oh, wow. Oh, I remember that, you know, yeah. it's like, and it just sticks with you. You know, so like I'll try my best to try and recreate that memory because like when you sm- like smell is like triggers all sorts of yeah. senses. Yeah, so, like yeah, that's true. Say like you haven't been near the ocean for a long time, you just have to be near a dock. For some reason, now you have all memories of like yeah. the times of you know being in the ocean, times yeah. of visiting the beach. Yeah, you know, and then it goes deeper, like you know how you felt, like. Mm-hmm. You know, what was your experience? So that's how I bridge the gap, you know. Like, yeah. I noticed I could associate smells and taste yeah. with stuff from back home all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that's how I've been trying to, like, you know, you know, keep myself from even feeling like, oh, I'm just so homesick. Yeah. It's, yeah. You know, it feel like I'm always at home if I have a pot or, a, you know, right. in my hand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. So, um, do you... Do you ever... Like, I guess I could say, separate from cooking itself, do you ever find yourself training your senses on our own in order to fortify your cooking abilities? Yeah. I mean, most of the time, yeah. It's more like training your senses, more like what? Um, I want to say I will try to associate it with, like, you know, more of my efficiency in the kitchen, like, you know, where we go back to like palate, you know. So I try to explore different, you know, avenues of cooking, you know, any way as possible. And I like to use my kids as like my muse, you know. Yeah. I like yeah. to use other people as my mm-hmm. muse. So it's like, you know, it's really easy to get inspired just by excellent uh eight year old like what do you feel like eating today? Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. You just think it you know, you tap into a mind of an eight year old or like a older person or just someone who don't know or don't care about food in general. Yeah. Right. You know, it's like you get like really good ideas because it's not like a career for them. It's not like it it's more like a gen like a genuine question, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it's like 
you're able to kind of step into their world, you know, because, you know, me and this side of the industry, I cook for these type of people. Yeah. So it's like getting to know them, getting to like being able to get them comfortable and feel vulnerable enough to like tell me what they're thinking on their mind, you know, without feeling judged in any type of way. It's kind of the best way to kind of help me as far as in the kitchen. Because I don't know, like, oh, wow. Um, like, I'm pretty sure y'all seen people take a fry and dipped it in a Wendy's shake. Yeah. Okay, now think about it, right? The first time in your mind, because you saw a straw, I mean, you saw a fry go into a chocolate shake. The first thing in your mind, right, when you saw that kid doing that, what did you think? Did you think, ooh? I'd be like, ugh. That's gross. And I'm pretty sure that kid is not going to, like, walk up to you in the playground and be like, you know, on Saturdays, I dip my fries in my chocolate shake. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like one of those things like someone has to like be like, Oh man, g- girl or hey man, you gotta try this man, yeah. but check this out, you know. Yeah. I mean that's how like these flavors are discovered. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. one thing I love about cooking, you know. Yeah. Just like that, you ha- you could be the next big thing just from <clears throat> you know, like seeing someone do something random at like a regular fast food chain, you know. Yeah. I've yeah. seen people take tater tots, put it in burgers and it's like that's nasty. I don't know, you know. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I get it though, yeah, you know. Yeah. I've seen what chocolate dip bacon before. Oh you know? yeah, at the fair. I mean yeah. I've seen all kind of grotesque stuff at the fair, you yeah. know. Yeah. I mean I don't question I mean it'd just be, you know, collecting like I seen deep fried Twinkies. I mean Yeah. That's not I thought Twinkies was already like somewhat deep fried. Either way, they found a way to make Twinkies could kill you twice as fast. But, <laughs> right. You know, like they found a different way to kill you with a Twinkie. But yeah, it like it's still like you know, it's another way of unexplored territories. You know, because yeah. their food is its own genre. You know. Yeah. 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 That's, That's true. true. That's yeah. true. Um, what are some of your favorite dishes that you prepared so far? My, I mean, like. Most of my favorite dishes is really dishes I prepared at home, really. You know, like dishes where my like people around me don't have to think too much. Mm. You know, like it's that. more like it's not the food ain't the highlight, but it just complements the day. Mm. You know, nice. versus like oh look at what I made. You know, like yeah. tacos. Like, I mean, yeah. You know, making breakfast tacos randomly. You know, just potatoes, bacon. Um, like a nice chipotle mayonnaise, eggs, you know, and just tacos, like, it, you know, that just, you know, having the kids, like, you know, build their own tacos and, like, they're having a great day, you know. Yeah. Like, those are stuff that like, I enjoy because, like, you, it allows people to be people, you know. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Right. Man. Like, anything you don't have to sit down and eat, you know yeah. what I mean? So if you could sit in front of a TV or if you could just, you know, yeah. 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 pick it up, that's the stuff I love to cook. What's that one challenging dish for you? It's like, dang man, I can't get this right. Like, oh my what? god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Like, y'all trying to give me that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Like, oh gosh! Like, it was honestly, there was a lot of dishes, man. Really? Like, I mean, you see, I mean, just being like at Chef Party at um, Amelia's, like, I remember, like, at one point, just like. Getting slammed at the pizza oven, man. Just what? tossing pizza, right? Yeah. I, I know it sounds like crazy, right? Like, oh my gosh, how tossing pizzas will have you bent out of shape? I mean, that's in a normal restaurant, man. They push it, they push it to the limits when it comes to cuisine, right? Uh-huh. And it's an open kitchen. 
So imagine, you know, you're tossing your pizza dough and someone's talking to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're trying to keep everything going. Then all of a sudden, like, now you got to make five pizzas at once. Oh, yeah. man. You know, you're yeah, tossing yeah, it, yeah. And then you're yeah. like, oh, you know, and like pizza in a wood-burning oven, that's not, that's not like a, yeah. you know, you throw it in there. Yeah. You got to watch you gotta it. Watch 30 it, yeah. seconds. Like, yeah. you got to move it. So you imagine yeah. doing like three of those. Ooh. Then you got a different entree. Yeah. Then, you know, you have some people are, you know, in most French ran kitchens, you communicate, you know. Uh-huh. So it's not like, you know, it's, it, it's almost like, you know, it's ran off communication. Yeah. So you have people constantly like updating you on like what they got going on. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So like, you can't hold up progress just because you burnt something. But so, yeah. so Raekwon, one thing that we do ask uh, everybody to do because we're gonna spend a little bit of time after the juice, but before our listeners, uh, yeah. what can you give us some words of wisdom, um, something that we can hold on to, man? Man, don't don't give up. <laughs> Try it. You know, like yeah. if you don't get it the first time, you know, like that don't mean that don't warrant you to just give up on it. You know. Like, cause I'll be honest, I went to culinary school. I was the worst cook I knew in wow. school. Wow. You know, like I was, I was literally asking like little classmates, like, "Hey man, help me do this." They're like, "It's in the book." Like, you know, everyone <laughs> like, you know, looked down on me. But yeah. what I did is, I just never gave up. Like, yeah. and also don't worry about what other people got yep. going on. Yeah, yeah. Like, just really like work, focus on yourself. Like, it's yeah. nice to see, you know. People, you could use people as a wordy vessel to measure up, you know, what you got going on. Hold, hold that thought, Raekwon. So we wanted to thank all of our listeners for joining us on the show. We appreciate you guys. Thank you to Hank, Kanisha, and also Raekwon. Uh, we're going to still spend some more time after, so you can follow us on Facebook to find more of our conversation here. Uh, but we thank you guys for joining us on the show. It's always a pleasure to have you guys here, man. So y'all have a blessed day. We'll t- check y'all out next time. All right? Peace. Too fast, avalanche, try to sit me down, still stand, then I snap right back, rubber band, I push hard work, no stall, can't pull me down, no fall, it's not my will, it's the Lord's call, now blessings and blessings and blessings, 